what's happening? You're like, it's just monkeys, mate. Just monkeys shitting and scrapping. That's it. Don't worry about it. Podcast, university's number one semi-informative comedy podcast with just the right amount of disinformation. I am joined by my co-host. He's been sticking needles in his arm since before it was cool. It's Ian Pringle. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. How are you doing this afternoon? Uh, pretty good, man. It's definitely the night time. Uh, how are you doing, <laughs> Pringle, is the question that we should be asking. Oh, well, this podcast is getting recorded way later than we'd planned to. <laughs> Because um, so I'm so up on my couch at four o'clock in the afternoon. Like, uh, so we said two, well, two p.m. We were going to record, and at four p.m. you woke up. Yeah, I mean, I woke up. I missed the Rangers game. Realized we drew one each, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. could have been worse, man." Um, yeah, then I back on the cans. Made myself a fucking incredible sausage and egg sandwich, man. Some co-op finest chipolatas or whatever a co-op called the best shit. ninety-three percent pork. Wow, vegetarianism, man, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> Ram as fuck. Don't you, don't you worry your sweet heads, mate. You take it nice and easy this podcast, and we will fly on through because we are not taking on one aspect of reality this week. Instead, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the inaugural Topic Thunder. <laughs> Cool. Topic Thunder, well, me and you, because our opinions are so valid and the world needs to know them, will share what is going on, opinions on what is going on in the world and what we think about it. Uh, which, would you want to start halfway? What's, what's, been, what's been pissing you off in the last couple of weeks that you've seen in the news? Um, pissing me off, definitely the, the thing with the free school meals. Um, a company called Chartwells, there's been a lot of images on social media, or one image in particular of the... Uh, so it was supposed to be like a meal for two kids for a week and it was like about five pound worth of food and it was supposed to be 30 quid and apparently cost the taxpayer 44 and for me it's just uh you know there, there were like Tory donors and friends of them that like were providing these meals and basically taking the lion's share of the money um so for me it's just another reason not to pay any taxes if you can avoid it yeah because they're just uh like they're, they're just going to Fucking get like, angry, mate. You're rough, <laughs> mate. Let loose. Go I'm off just gonna, uh, back. Fuck your government. I just think the, the government are like clearly just dishing out loads of money that you're they're taking off of us to their friends. Um and if you've got like progressive ideas and stuff, you should try and avoid them being able to do that. So you should just try and avoid paying taxes if you can. Do you know why they're saying that they won't give free skill news? Um no, they're they're giving them out, but it's like they were uh, they were supposed to give a like a package for the week, like a five meals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were given out, it was supposed to be worth 30 quid because it was for two kids. And then it was like a fucking shitty wheel of a bread, like four bits of fruit, a carrot. Let me see if I can get the picture up. No, my neighbour, uh, she's got four wins there at school and they sent her um, a box of cereal bars uh, something I think cornflakes and the biggest tin of beans you've ever seen in your life mate we are talking like like that size like a tin of beans like like that size and I'm I thinking what, see a tin of beans that big <laughs> it would make you wait it in your current I mean, condition I like the wee microwave pots of beans where you peel the lid off you put it in for like a minute and it's uh, it's ready tin I, just, they just seem I, grim to me you know if I use a normal tin of beans that means that I am throwing out 50% of the beans in a few days. If I'm opening a family size tin of beans... You leave it half of the tin in the fridge. <laughs> let it smell. Right, you yeah. open it and that. Yeah. No, I'm thinking she, if she had to open that tin of beans, she wouldn't have beans for a week with all the wins, man. Just bean sandwiches, beans on beans. Nothing but beans, man. And I was like, that's probably not enough to feed all your wins. I mean, it definitely is. If your wins are, like, starving and, and like, the... Would you, I think it would, would you call the cold desert? Yeah, wins are the kind of creeps you meet at festivals that eat beans out of the tin. Cold beans. Cold beans. Yeah, no, no. mate. It's even when I see someone eat like cold beans out of the tin or like something like that, man, it's been even worse if it's like 
beans and pork and beans or something like that when it's like okay, a tin of like sausage meat and beans it's just but it could be years old and there's people are just they've got the tin opener they brought to the festival with them and they're peeling it open and they're fucking spinning it out oh just Man, oh, just just take cocaine all weekend so you don't have to eat yeah be smart about it and <laughs> I, I know that we're just starting this podcast off and that we don't have that many you know that many listeners but if there's anybody listening to this that eats the beans with wee sausages in it um, stop listening to the show. I don't want you listening to the show. I don't. I don't want you taking this content. You're fucking disgust. We bits a pig in your beans. Get out of here. Ever uh, had a full uh, English breakfast? That I did. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, man. Are you telling? It's visual as well. Scam neither. Uh, why? Um, the government have just managed to pay everybody's wage for a very long time. I don't understand why they're not being like. I sure here's here's some hovis. <laughs> yeah and they needed like a footballer to actually get to the point where they would even give anything it. they were trying to just pause the free school meals for for the, the time they were at home um, and they needed like Marcus, Ra- Marcus Ra- Rashford to, to campaign for it man they, they, they're fucking scumbags man the amount of money they spent like on uh, that test and trace thing down south mm-hmm. um, and on PPE and stuff like that they're just they've borrowed all this money and then they're just dishing it out to their friends Um and then we're we're gonna have to pay it in taxes over like the next fucking five decades, probably. I mean, they were they were still paying for like the the debts from World War Two till recently, or probably still are. Um, and they were still paying paying back like slave owners from fucking like two hundred years ago or something like that. Like, wow. so man, it's just, like, it's it's just these, they borrow this money from like these fucking really rich families, and then they they just they've got so much money they can lend it to countries like the biggest <laughs> countries in the world. And then that's Sweden on the phone and asking for another five million. And then and then they've taken extra and just dishing it out to the fucking mates to to build this test and trace system which cost about fucking 200 times the amount it should have cost and doesn't even work like they're all they're at it man so just don't pay your taxes the 8 to 10 listeners we have don't pay your taxes (laughs) (laughs) and for the 5 people listening in Sweden you keep paying your taxes you guys are doing great you guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean to be fair if I lived in Sweden they'd probably because they they, do you know in Sweden they have to um, like everyone's tax returns get registered the whole country so you can see what, what does that mean? Is. I don't know what that means. I'm, so, I'm disabled, man. It's like uh, it's like a public it's like a public record. So everyone now here here you'll pay a certain amount of tax per year depending yes. on what you earn. Well, in, in Sweden that's like a public record. So everyone's taxed. I mean, everyone everyone's paid is registered and available to view. So you can check like anyone you. Oh, know. so you yeah. can see you can see what Klaus next door is uh, paying in tax. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous. Uh, that's that's crazy, man. Um, what was it? Oh, what did I have? Uh, what was your what was your school meals like? I bet Swedish school meals are fucking incredible. It's like a really good IKEA shit. But what, what was your school meals like? Um, for IKEA, just meatballs every day. Mate, I remember. Uh, so I remember our school meals were like I was quite a fussy eater until I was probably about seven, and I mind them being like your standard like turkey twizzlers and all that shit until. Uh, like Jamie Oliver come on the TV and just started throwing shade. Um, and at this, about the same time that the school started like serving some healthier stuff. My I mom, remember that. Yeah, my mom also re- watched this as well and just get, I mean, the guy was an influencer before his time, man. Like, he's getting, yeah. like it changed like how uh, fucking mums across Britain like fed their wings based yeah. on uh, my mum took away Lunchables because they had E numbers in them. Still don't know what E numbers are, but I was no. gutted. So I was like, bring me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to substitute. I didn't have that ham and cheese. I was going to go ham. Uh, I didn't have anything around with cheese there. I'm absolutely <laughs> gutted. Uh, um, school meals used to be like, you had a red tray, a blue tray, and a green tray. And I remember when I went uh, Buddhist when I was like 10, I was like, cause I, <laughs> hang on, right. Come back to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd been watching, I'd been watching videos and uh, wrestling videos online. And there was this story where a guy killed a guy's dog and then fed it to him. And I remember seeing that when I was like 10 and being like, oh man, like I'm a vegetarian. No, I can't eat. I can't eat wee tiny dogs and that. Um, I went into school and I was like, what's your vegetarian option? And they're like, it is a baked potato. And I was like, and what else? And they were like, a baked potato. <laughs> no even any cheese, man. <laughs> Swear to God, just a straight up BP baked potato. Yeah, that was it. Butter or nothing? Just- nah, I was like, and then I was like pescatarian the next day and then I was back to meat the day after that. So I blame yeah, school. Yeah, quite, quite consistently fluctuated on your, your eating meat over your life. 
Well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a different topic, man. It's a different topic. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, man. I've, I've uh, yeah, I've always kind of known that I was like, as like eating meat's pretty weird, man. But for years, I was like trying to force myself into being vegan. And I realized, like, see, like I remember I was listening to a guy Ramdas, and he was saying, that, see, if you want a KFC, eat a KFC, man. See, one day you will put the KFC in your mouth, and you will go. That is absolutely disgusting. I don't want that anymore. See, at that point, stop eating it. But see, until then, just have the KFC. You want it, man. Don't, unless like your doctor's like, you eat too much KFC. But yeah, so I think I'm going to go vegan at the start of February. So we'll get back for updates on that. Nothing but baked toddies and green trays, mate. Cannot wait. I've been uh, North I've been Korea, man. The takeaways the last like few weeks, man. Um, and honestly, man, it, it's been nice to actually eat home-cooked meals every day. Oh, yes. We're talking. We're talking here. What's that? What's your What's your recipe to give it to the listeners? What would you say? Um, my My bolognese is fucking crap. <laughs> the, the most basic fucking meal you can make, man. Just say mincing tomatoes. How can I make that taste good? No, it's uh, it's tasty, man. Mm. What else? Fuck with the the lean parents. The worst. The worst sauce. Um. No, should I be should I be putting Worcester sauce in my? I'm, I I was against it for a long time, but I've, I've I fuck with it and a bit of amazing <laughs> that even a wee bit of mustard and shit sometimes, mate. I go crazy. I like I to put, put a bit of beef stock in it, man. Gets yeah, it. just just for the extra meat, you know. That's yeah, fun. stock pots, man. Stock pots. <laughs> uh, and find a way to. Try it. Nah, I've got nothing, man. North Korea, they get big fuck off missiles, mate. Oh big shit, fuck yeah. Off missiles. Um, just as Joe Biden is coming in, why, mate? Why are the missiles so big? Why are they black and white? Why have they chose a monotone aesthetic for these nuclear devices? They're saying it's the world's most powerful weapon, and in the same statement, they've described their leader as having the world's biggest penis with the world's furthest pish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't. I mean, they look like they could easily be made of like aluminium. They could be photoshopped in. You know what I mean? You never know what these cunts like. Anything, and they could be on the wind up. They could be around a table pissing themselves, being like, oh. and there's like, uh, like they they done the big parade, and then at the end, like a guy popped out, and they were all like, oh, send the photos to America. You know, we don't know. We do not know. Yeah, um, these not. They're fucking crazy, man. They seem to. They seem to think the world will respect them if they like. If they portray themselves as like a military force, but they're, yeah, they're, but they're, they're people are starving. It's like a shite tribute band to the, the Soviet Union. You know what I mean? Mm, I like, think that's essentially what comedians do: is stand up on stage and go, "I've got a really big missile," and everybody's like, "You fucking!" But they don't. They don't. And that's how you know. That's how you know. North Korea. So I'll watch Max. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I for um, North Korea. Did you know that there is? I think, and I might get the numbers wrong. Semi-informative. Semi-informative. You want some real info? Go listen to the fucking QI audio. But get out of here. But I think, <laughs> mate, I think that North Korea has eleven haircuts. <laughs> I swear to God, you're allowed for like the boards. You're like, what one of the eleven haircuts? Oh, right, so it's like, not that like you can have eleven haircuts in your life. You just got to take them off like a Starbucks card. <laughs> Old men be like, I need, I need, I need haircuts in this country. Yeah, uh, guys, like, eleven haircuts. They've all got to be the same bowl cut that the leader's got. No, no, it's a choice. Of eleven different cuts, and one of them is the old Kim Jong cut. Aye, uh, how many? Yeah. About what proportion of the population do you think go for the the Kim Jong? One fifty percent. Just all the guys. Yeah, all the supporters there. I'm like, this is fucking tidy. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. Are you? Would you? <laughs> would you think about? Would you think about cutting your hair? How long has that been in play? Um. So I didn't cut it for like two years, and then my I got a wee trim like six months ago off my sister. Um. So I probably took about that much off, about five inches or something. But um, I am pretty much just—I don't know, man. I was—I was, uh, I was putting on a lot of weight last year, and it was—I was able to hide a lot of my face by having the, the curtains hanging down the beard covers like the extra chin. Yeah, you wear it like a scarf. It's only really on Zoom calls that I notice it personally. <laughs> Um, but I mean, like I'm hitting the diet. Maybe it'll get to the point where I can I can cut my hair and face again. But for now, I'm uh, going for that sort of last supper. Jesus Christ, look, you know. Yeah, keep it going, man. Keep it going. Yeah, I think when I, I've shaved my beard off a couple of times and been like, oh, I'm I'm fat. 
like Mate, you're, you're like yeah, like, uh, you're you're like uh, body fat on you, man. You're in good shape. Oh no, the new I but a couple of times after like coming back from Abu Dhabi and being like in Oh like, right, your grand's gonna you know that <laughs> uh, continual body scranning like I say your grand your grand's a servant. <laughs> honestly, honestly. She's like coming around for some food and she's just like make fucking you know, day the wave and that. Just wave that. <laughs> honestly, hilarious man. Slave label, it's crazy. Uh <laughs> speaking of slaves, mate. Oh no, what's that? I've got oh I mate, have you did you realise that Impotent is the opposite of the word potent. No. Me neither, mate. Me neither. I am. Um, so Kim Jong-un, uh, impotent or potent? <laughs> <laughs> is that true, eh? Uh, but the, op- the, like, the opposite? Aye. I don't know. I've not got the fucking facts on that, but... You just potent. make it up? <laughs> no, because I was thinking it earlier. Somebody, I read on the, the thing that said, like, Kim Jong's impotent rage, and I was like, is that the opposite of the word potent? Because I obviously only know it today with herbal substances, so, like, that's absolutely potent. But nobody's ever went, how's that grass? And they went, impotent, mate. Absolutely impotent. <laughs> yeah, mate, do you know I've been sober since New Year? So, mate, how do you do that, man? 17 days taking life in the face. Uh, it's been, it's been brutal, mate. Like, I'm not even, I'm, I get hypnotised to stop smoking fags, mate. I've not smoked a fag. Oh, since. I mean, you were talking about the last, uh, that, the last podcast we recorded, how was it? Crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. So it was like, he's a guy, he was on Zoom and he's, he's, he's I'll do my best impression of him. He's like, um, relax, take a couple of deep breaths. He's like, I'm going to count back for 300. Are you ready? I was like, 300, 29, 9, 29, 8, 2, 9, 7. Like that, like fucking you up, like frying your head. And it's like, it does hundreds of stuff like that. And he's like, you can do some stairs and the, the number 10 is there and you draw the number 10 and wear a crayon and you're up out at number 9. And he gets you like deeper and deeper. And then he's like, you're on a beach and you have a wee pint. And then I was like, I don't need that for you right now. He's like, there's a lovely wee... Still, like a lovely wee pint next to you, and I was like, I'm trying to be sober, man. Don't hypnotize me with that. Shit. Like, or maybe a coffee. I was like, give me that coffee. Um, and he's like, the clouds are number three, two, one, and then you're like, you know, you don't go like like that, but you just kind of like in like a deep meditative state, and then he like talks to your subconscious. So he's like, I don't know if this, if I can reveal this shit. I don't know. He didn't tell me. I've not signed an NDA, but it was like, um, he's like, so he's like, you can see, you can see your horns because you're on Zoom and like this, and, uh, and he's like, um, I'm speaking to the unconscious part of your brain. If you could hear me, move your left hand, and then like you feel your horn moving. And you're like, whoa. Uh, and at one point, it was like, um, lift your arm up, and my arm like lifted up on its end, and it was like, try and bend your arm. I was like, eh, eh. <laughs> couldn't it bend it mate couldn't it bend it it was like those uh, balloons tied to your wrist I was like whoa whoa like this oh this and, and uh, but that's that's just the, the fun bit of it but the main bit of it is it was like you know you, he's like talks to you and he's like you're changing you're changing your your guide comes and, and offers you something and all this and I had like a really like almost like a wee trip like a wee mini trip while I was just kind of sitting on the phone with this guy and then when I came out of it I felt high mate like very high like I was sitting looking at the lamp like whoa and then it took me like it took me like two days to get back to normal but since then mate no smoked a single cigarette so uh, if there's anybody that's out there trying to stop smoking hypnotization is absolutely the way I've not smoked a fag since man that's been a bit am I going to look cool though <laughs> you're going to be sober and people go to a fag you're going I'm actually a non-smoker and uh, what's cooler than that mate yeah. Uh, do you want to slide into a wee break there, man? That is a run-up. Yeah, man. Oh, hello. Oh, what's this? Where's the show went? It's disappeared for an ad break, but you can just press the wee 15-second skip. You don't need to hear this bit if you don't want to. We'll be back in about 30 seconds, but until then, I need to tell you about this opportunity. You could be an advert. Whatever service you've got, whether it be personal training, the dodgy fruit boxes that come twice a month, or the Viagra pills that they always punt on podcasts, we'll punt them here. Whatever it is, whatever you've got to sponsor, there's a gap in Pringle Ontarium take on reality for it. This is the UK's number one semi-informative comedy podcast. Do we have the figures that reflect that yet? No, but this is why it's an investment. Get on board early, tell everybody, hey, have you heard their older stuff? I like that better. 
the only way you'll be able to do that is if you sponsor us now. We'll welcome you back to the show, but if you've got a sponsorship that you would like to place here, please get in touch at p-a-t-t-o-r-p-o-d at gmail.com. That's patterpod at gmail.com. We will let you get back to the show. And we are back uh, And your time That was a very short ad break But in real time We've been away for about two hours uh, I was I was away zooming And Pringle was away canning And now we are back For section two Of Topic Thunder Yeah What do you want What do you want to go into man We go What about like What about if we do like a Quick file round, like shit you've seen. No, I, I don't know why I'm saying that. I've not been watching the news, so no, uh, never. I don't watch the news. I just, not uh, it. I just yeah, research the news for this show. That's it. Me, me too. So that would be a fucking awful idea for us. What have you seen the news this week? Because we would literally have the things we've wrote down in front of us. Yeah, I just, I've just seen my, just seen my Ingram Tony will get worse. That's those news. Do you get an Ingram Tony? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Is it bad? But see, I don't know if I want to see. I think I want to see. Ah, it's like yeah. a Halloween decoration. Honestly, man, it's uh, it's probably the worst part of my body by a distance. Like, it's, it's the only uh, part that's not gone the right way. Everything else has gone mate, the right way. I had like seven operations on it when I was away, and uh, they like they couldn't really fix it because they they've obviously left like a a tiny bit of tissue in the corner of the where the nails meant it grows so it just grows from like one corner and this big thick thing that just falls off every couple of years get it off mate get your toenails off I last year I went to college with no big toe, toenails um, and she's sound we, she gets out at parties and people touch it it's a good laugh like you'll be fine yeah See, when I do that, when I do that, I'm considered a fucking creep. But. That's because you're still aye. But if you had NATO nail, you'd be like, "Why see my NATO nail?" People be like, yeah, "Why see my stump?" Aye, but if you're like, "Why see my fucked toenail?" People are like, "Nah, you're suffering." But if you've got none, they're like, "Whoa, what happened to you?" Mister, this fucking green thing. It looks like a dinosaur. No. Speaking of green things, mate, uh, what is going on with Scotland's cannabis farm? Well. Uh, I've seen this. Let me go to that website, man. So, work's going underway on Scotland's first medical cannabis cultivation and production facility. So, it's near the borders, it looks like. And uh, it's going to have a 15 million cultivation, 50 million pound cultivation. And uh, they're hoping the first grow is going to be the size of two football pitches. Um, wow. Like, funnily enough, they've not told anyone where it is because that would be amazing, <laughs> like rapid, man. Yeah, I'd want to know what they'll grow and see if they're like, oh, lemon haze, mate. Oh, fucking two football fields are lemon haze, bro. Two football fields are star dog. <laughs> <laughs> we get 24 acres of star dog. Well, because it's like Scottish homegrown and it's by a company, do you think they'll give it like a Scottish name? What, like Aberdeen Kush? Like McCannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, what do you, what do you think will happen if they? Because um, obviously, I mean, it looks like they're going to get the permission to do this to to grow for the medical, like med- medicinal, like cannabis because they can give people with epilepsy and cancer and stuff. Like, uh, I think they give them oil or fucking tablets and stuff. I don't know if they're actually just giving people like a fucking ounce of green. I'm uh, really that, saying- that would be surprised if they were doing that. <laughs> A guy I do like, how much you want, mate. Uh, <laughs> it says here, <laughs> here the company is currently working with the home office on securing the required schedule one and schedule two drug license approvals for cultivating commercial high THC cannabis. So it doesn't say medicinal there, it says straight up commercial. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably thinking like this this like COVID lockdown and all that's skinted us to fuck. So <laughs> we're going to have to raise some funds. What do the people like when they're not allowed to leave the house? Well, in my I mean, they like cannabis. They like sitting yeah. there doing, they, they, they want to sit there doing fuck all, watching computer, watching films. Countdown. And then, uh, but they, they don't want to feel bad about it. Because me personally, see, I couldn't sit and watch the telly all day, mm. all night. Unless over, but see, as soon as I have a couple of bifters, that's me, man. I'm fucking like totally zoned out, entertained by like 15 episodes of Cupboard Enthusiasm or a fucking documentary about an octopus. What is time? What yeah. is time? But like, so maybe they're thinking, you know, we need to push through this legalization thing, start making money from the shit that's keeping people in their house, which is what they want, really, because uh, they can't have any more COVID. Uh, 
The CEO seems to be a guy called uh, Hamish Clegg, which is a, a very funny name. Very, very funny name. Yeah, he's definitely from fucking Scotland somewhere. Man. <laughs> so well, don't you? Hamish, you, you never meet a... Like, I don't know, do you reckon you meet people up north called Hamish that are like normal people? I feel like if you meet somebody called Hamish, they're going to be like a tour guide for a distillery or a fucking forest or something like that, you know what I mean? My grand's dog was called Hamish. That's my only reference point. And that's like the other, and another one was called Bonnie. Do you know what I mean? Like if I met somebody called Bonnie, I did meet somebody called Bonnie once and they were weird, man. They were weird. But I was, I was on acid to be fair, so I couldn't carry it. I think it was the thing about the dog. Was just, all, but it's just they were weird because you were on acid. <laughs> I, I was like, you've got the same name as my grand's dog. And they're like, what do you want She was a bitch, you know. No, <laughs> you know mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, have you, have you like noticed um, in TV, film, and uh, like there just seems to be the word bitch seems to be getting used all the time like I feel like there's laziness like there should be better there's better there's better because it's because there's no quite a swear word do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. like you need to get approval to call somebody a cunt but you can say bitch on like you know three you could say it on how I met your mother at four in the afternoon on E4 but yeah. I feel like there should be some male Better swear words there that, should, that you can use. I once said bitch in front of a drama class at Wayne's and they all like told their parents and that, and they had to come in. Brutal. Not funny about that. Right? He's coming in and corrupting our children. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, so do you think we need to branch out our swear words that are used on daytime TV? Like, <laughs> I don't know what my yeah. point is, mate. Actually, we should have just kept talking about Hamish Clegg. I don't know how we go. No, no, I'm interested, man, because like we could start. <laughs> we could have like a, I don't know, man. What 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 do you think's uh, an adequate swear word to cover, bitch, without um, using the word cunt? Because they're not going to like use the word cunt on the radio or tell Bent. Bent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for but for men and women and everybody. Well, still being a bent mate. Your dad's still, a bent mate. Your dad's a bent. Great. Perfect. So your dad's a bitch. Mate. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> funny, man. Yeah. Poor female dogs, man. Actual female dogs. Like they go to tight. Like some of them are probably pure sound, but they're like, oh yeah, fucking you know, bitch. Your mom's a female dog that gets it tight. <laughs> Um, my this, is, this is what she keeps saying to me. Oh, oh, how's your podcast? When are you going to send me your podcast? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sending you my podcast. No, you have to sort of source that yourself. Listen to the degenerate. I've decided to do this thing with. Uh, subscribe yeah. to it. Rate it five stars. Yeah, too. Yeah. Um, as it builds, Karim's mum. Um, appreciate you giving birth to this man. He's yeah, like, me, me too. <laughs> Great job. Could have made me a bit bigger. That's not your fault. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a number of companies looking to cultivate cannabis for medicine. As, as people just texting in like, I had uh, Dr. Gringo. <laughs> we're a company. <laughs> we're a company. Wait, how many, do you know how like, um, where we live in South City Glasgow is full of like, there's loads of shop, phone shops and stuff, loads of wee like, uh, vape yeah. shops and stuff. Yes. See the day weed becomes legal. There's mm. going to be, in Shawlands, there's going to be about 15 fucking weed shops open up. We, oh, I get a guy with a pure neat quiff and, <laughs> and, and suspenders yeah. and a pair of big glasses. Hey, man, yeah. Will, what are you looking uh, for? Are you looking to chill out? <laughs> <laughs> it could be you, mate. It could be you. Yeah. yeah I don't think anybody me is well defined, if I'm honest with you, man. Mm. Um, I, 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 would, I would buy weed after you because you look like yeah, yeah. yeah, well... I think I did. I sell weed. <laughs> just for it, if, any, if anyone's listening that I'm employed by or like related to, I don't sell weed. <laughs> <laughs> you are doctor. To be honest, I'd buy weed off a guy that looks like me as well. I mean, yeah. See, I yeah. don't think, I don't think, did you, I know that I've ever tried to sell drugs, right? But somebody, somebody that I know who's similar to me tried to, tried to sell drugs once and he tried to sell a tab of acid for a tenner and it, it was uh, just to a pal but he the pal lost the tab and he lost the tenner and decided like that's a sign like that was that was a do-over like that was the universe being like right cool I'm gonna just I'm just gonna erase that there I'm just gonna kid on I didn't see you try to sell drugs and then like get a fresh start <laughs> on it and it worked out alright it worked out not too bad he's doing quite well I heard yeah. he's, got, he's got a lovely hat lovely hat but I bet he'd have a better hat if he was selling acid every day <laughs> If you're listening, mate, you fucking you, you could have you could have been so much more. 
I mean, the L- LSD, I reckon they mark up on LSD, like, um, it, 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 there's no way, there's, they don't have, it doesn't have to come from fucking Columbia. No. It, com- it comes from, like, Cumbernauld. I knew a student who could make it. Yeah. Chemistry student. Could you get much, I guess. Just I like, don't know no, those like vice things where they uh, cover up the face and all that, get them to put a voice. I know how to make I know how to make cannabis. I know how to. Yeah, I've been a Glasgow unit. It's terrible audio for them to listen. That was our guest, the uh, uh, LSD. Uh, what do you call it? Punter. Punter. No, it's not. It wasn't a punter. It was a. a an alchemist, a chemist, LSD chemist, and he actually <laughs> he, he went to he went to uh, Polo with some pals, and he put it in his drink. But then he went to the toilet, full, right, full, and his pal drank his drink. So his pal was the person that I knew through him. Just texted me like, because a couple of weeks ago I'd been like, "You ever tried acid?" Because I've obviously tried. It. I'm like, "You ever tried acid, bro? You should really try it, man. Great for you." And they were like, "Nah, no, for me." And then she texted me, and she's like, "I um, accidentally just took a tab of acid," and I was like, "How do you feel?" She was like, "It's nice." <laughs> Uh, that is. <laughs> um, how do you segue into? I've wrote down Lewis Capaldi here. Is it the transmit thing? Ah, of course, mate. Of course, uh, mate. Mate, Mel's yeah. ahead of you, man. Uh, yeah, transmit it, mate. promises festival will trans, transmit boss yeah. promises festival will go ahead. And who is he to promise? Who are you? <laughs> The fucking balls to come on here and be like, do you know what? I know that uh, it's going to take about a year to get the vaccines rolled out and uh, the vaccine might not actually be that effective. And I guarantee you, mate, I fucking guarantee you. I promise. Transmit. (laughs) Fucking July 11th, whenever it is. Hun up or just the actual festival itself. No, no, no. There's, there's two things I don't deal with is no having transmit go ahead and vowels. That's it. <laughs> they not, they've just got the food trucks out. It's a food festival now. <laughs> you ever been to transmit any of the festivals? Uh, no, I've been to download uh, Sonosphere and I've been to 2000 Trees a couple of times. I've never been to 2000 transmit. Trees is exactly what they're making doing at the borders. Uh, aye. Um, <laughs> the borders with the aye. I know exactly what you're talking about now. What is two thousand trees? Um, so it's like a it's an independent festival. It's got like this guy plays quite a lot, Jamie Lenman. Um, mm. Last time I went, who was playing last time? Enter Shikari headlines. Um, put your diamonds up, boys. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it's like it's like a, I mean they've got some indie stuff and some a lot of rock and punk stuff but it's like one of those festivals that the people that go to it tend to really rate it in terms of the like experience of it and stuff like you're, you're allowed to once you're in that's you in there's no like different areas where you're allowed to buy drink and stuff you can just carry your crates of beer wherever you want oh lovely it's, mate it's fucking class and it's like it's like a I reckon it's probably a few thousand people. So we are we, a few thousand, man, maybe like four or five thousand, maybe 10,000. Not sure exactly, maybe less than that. But it's like but where we camp, there's like 30 of us or something. We camp next to the one of the big tents, and it's just like, honestly, man, it's fucking paradise. Mm. Like, you just stuff here, great vibe, hundreds of music, hundreds of drugs, hundreds of pals. Wow. <laughs> Never been a, a music festival. No, no, I mean, you, experience you should come to trees next time. I don't know if it'll go ahead this year because, uh, obviously, well, I'm sure what's going on yet. I mean, we can always go to transmit, man. If we can't make it to trees, we can definitely make it to transmit. Yeah, yeah, we could uh, go transmit, have a couple of hot dogs, and no CMD potentially. Yeah. Aye, no, as, as all I've got doing is Lewis Capaldi. I don't know, I don't yeah. know what that. Aye, so what's the guy saying? He's saying Jeff Ellis, the promoter of Transmit. I've been in regular contact with the Scottish government along with other people in the industry. We have updated them with what is going on with other countries. Claimed a trial event in Spain showed a promising start and there doesn't appear to be a spike in transmission. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's like mass testing on the... On the doors, kind of thing they want to do. Aye, so I think they're trying to they're trying to go for like mass testing on the gates and stuff. Which, if they were able to do that kind of thing, mate, I'd be all for it. I've got um, like Guns N' Roses are supposed to be playing Glasgow in the summer. Biffy Clyro, like I'd love to be able to go to uh, 
our festival in the summer. I don't. I, I've got tickets for one in Chicago, Riot Fest. Um, with my Chemical Romance is playing. Chicago, America. Yeah. That's mad, man. The idea to just travel, because I've never done it. The idea of just being like, I'm going to uh, Holland to see the Lemmy, you know? Like, it, it seems to be like a regular occurrence for you, but I've never been like, oh, I'm just going to jump to, um, well, I don't know, I'm doing another example, Australia to see <laughs> Pink Floyd. Yeah, there you go. I'd, uh, yeah, it seems strange to me, but I'd like to. I'd definitely like to. I just don't know if there's a, maybe, maybe a couple of rappers that I would go and see that I'd be like, if they were like playing France. Why do I keep doing this, man? But if Chance the Rapper was playing France, I'd definitely fly out. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit of a fine thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get better at segues, but they're difficult because unless you're Don't talking about something um, related to it, there's nothing. Don't worry, man. We'll uh, just, just, we cut this last touch things out, chill. <laughs> Fucking leave it in, man. Let them see the box. Uh, uh, um, I've wrote down here cool duffel coat. Does that mean anything to you? No. <laughs> well, me neither, man. Um, I've do tried. You, like, do you I've, think? Like, do you think uh, events are going to go ahead in the summer? Like, you, no. I was. I've been too optimistic for too long. So, yeah, mate, I'm the same man. Because, like, for when the first like lockdown started, I was like, right, I need to write constantly, constantly mm-hmm. write stand up. And I was, I was man, I wrote fucking shitloads. Good stuff. Like, was uh, doing like a one to one coaching thing with Des McLean. Like, doing all these things to try and improve my act. Thinking like. Be able to get back to it's been able to get back to soon. Then it's like now it's like when is this ever going to fucking end? Then you see a fucking video of uh, like a, one of the promoters in Glasgow, like he's now in Australia having a fucking time of his life. Did you is see Australia pretty open? Ah, Australia's totally open. Did wow. you see that video uh, Anderson put on the Scottish Comedy Forum? I did not. I've actually been avoiding the Scottish Comedy Forum because I don't know how much you gain for it in terms of career. Mm. And happiness, unless you're getting gigs off it. Yeah, well, you're no I, getting that's gigs why I'm worried, man, because it's get gigs. I mean, yeah. I kind of, but when when there was gigs getting posted on it quite a lot, I was constantly like keeping, yeah, keep making sure I didn't miss it, miss it. Mm. Like, but now it's like if anything gets posted on there, it tends to be just people. It's it's essentially just middle-aged cunts looking for a scrap. And (laughs) that's cool. That's absolutely cool. I am not middle-aged and I am not looking for a scrap. But when the gigs open back up, I'll be absolutely back to it. I just think if people knew how mad comedians were, like how <laughs> if people knew how unfunny conversation between comedians was, they would be shocked. Because they think it, they call it the Scottish Comedy Forum, you're like, oh, there's no jokes there, mate. No, no, that's not funny. <laughs> the Scottish Comedy Forum is not a place for jokes, mate. You better you better have your serious pants on if you're coming to talk on the forum. It's ridiculous, man. It's crazy. But I I just seen a video posted on there by that promoter guy Anderson. Who, uh, <laughs> like, you know, he's in fucking Australia like after quarantine for two weeks and now he's getting to put on proper gigs there and stuff Fair wow. play, man. I'd love to be doing that let me go to Australia I want to go to Australia I would like to go to Australia man. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just stop six and move to fucking Australia we can put on the part of our lives man you know maybe maybe we take a year we just we yeah, just yeah. all bounce it get a big flat maybe alright Melbourne could be lovely yeah and the comedy scene's packing in Australia yeah and think how many like whenever an Australian does a gig here it's like, oh, here's an Australian. When we go out there, it'll be like, oh, here's a Scottish. Exactly. Yeah. It's like when you're trying to fire any women, wherever you are in the world, if you've got a Scottish accent other than Scotland, fucking sorted. <laughs> anyway, England? You think that passes in England? Um, well, not quite the way it would in like fucking Spain, but... Yeah, aye. No, definitely. I reckon uh, in England, yeah, because it's like... People tend to expect Scottish... I mean, like, there's like negatives and positive stereotypes about Scottish people that benefit us and probably are detrimental to us as well. Mm-hmm. But like where, people... Where uh, do you think the, the stingy stereotype comes from? Just because we're like a poor country? Yeah, I think because we're stingy people. <laughs> yeah. I always find that whenever I was whenever I was hanging about with people who didn't have that much money, like it's, it wasn't that they were being stingy. It was just that like I, they, I need to talk to you about this one fifty bus fare because if I don't talk to you about it, I'm not going home. I don't mm. have any other money, so it needs to be like a, a prime focus. But if you're loaded, you're like, oh fucking, I'll pick the Uber man. Don't even worry about it. I'll get it for you. you want an XL? I used to like. Uh, I, I used to probably talk about the cost of things a lot more, even just before the corona stuff happened, because 
I like used like my my wage used to be taken up largely by tra- the cost of, to traveling to work. I used to have an hour commute each way, and then traveling at gigs, traveling traveling at gigs all the time, driving. You know that's that's cost me a lot of money. And then I, I was just like way more skint before uh, the first lockdown and all that sort of stuff started. Started working from home. When was the last time you drove to a gig? When when do you think the last gig that you drove up to was? Uh, I done an outdoor one in East Kilbride in October. Ah, uh, that's um, that's not too bad. I it was like an, it was out the back door of a fucking sports club. He's got Bray's sports club was on like their decking. There's like 20 people. There's a fucking under 13 rugby team training in the background and all that. Oh, wow. But like, mate, I was actually so over the moon to just get back on stage because that was yeah. the same since what the week before lockdown, early March, whatever. Yeah. It's so, been that long that I don't even really remember what my jokes on, man. Yeah, I'm going to like go back through old. I hate going back through old like sheets. Right, yeah, old jokes. It's right. Yeah, it's right I think so, man. Start at the ground. Well, I've been, I've I've written quite a lot of new shit since uh, the the government shut down the or the country shut down. Not mm-hmm. necessarily the government, but <laughs> I. I like yeah. the idea. Of, I really like the idea of building a character. I just mm-hmm. feel like. You can get away with so much as a character. Like yeah. You say something like "fuck off," "fuck you," "go and kill yourself, man," and then they're like, "you tell him to kill you." Like, I was in character. I was in, I was in character. Well, that's you actually say uh, stand up. Like people expect. The thing is, every, every stand up is essentially a character. You're not saying stuff on stage because you think it's true. You're saying you're saying it on stage because you think it's funny. It's a funny thing. To mm-hmm. say. Like I've written a bunch of stuff recently mm-hmm. that I don't agree with, but I think it's like funny. And it's like mm-hmm. maybe a bit thought provoking and stuff like that. Um, have you ever watched the Reverend Obadiah Steppenwolf? I've seen him a couple of times, man, and it's crazy. Yeah, like, he's fucking class, isn't he? Mad. Unreal. And because he's when because he's he's in character. So I remember him. One one that I always remember is like um, he has, he has, can you repeat other people's? Ah, of course you can. Um, because it was like um, uh, trans people are always welcome in our church when they're swinging from the rafters. Praise the Lord! I was like. <laughs> Sexually, I'm described as lack of firework until I go off in children's hands as color for life. (laughs) (laughs) So essentially building characters to stand up, like I almost built a character because I always had on that like cheetah print shirt and had the man bun going on. And then for for so long, like I was like, I was like trying to, I was like, I need to be male myself, but I think I'm going to go the opposite way and invent a full character, man. So I went on the uh, top man the day and uh, decided to order another leopard print shirt, but they only had one, one left and it was five pound in the sale and it was an extra, extra small. So it's either, I mean, they're going to be fucking bulging out it or I'm going to slim down, but I'm like, I, I shouldn't have flung it out. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with the leopards. Bring a leopard back, man. Leopard kind of changes. Just a leopard, man. It was a, yeah. yeah, it was definitely a strong, strong look. Hi, mm. familiar. I think I'm, I think I definitely build a proper character because then there's just that pressure. Of, oh, can I say this? Can I say that? Is gone. I didn't say I guess that. So that. That pressure should be away anyway. Like people mm. should realize that when you're doing stand up, you're not like preaching. You're not fucking. You're not, you're not doing a blog. You're not announcing mm. to the world what your opinions are. You're just trying to make people laugh. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, I, I, I like the character thing. I've, I've considered kind of adding characters and stuff just as a wee extra thing. But I think you, you know, if you want to be like, if you want people to really like you as a comic, I think it's, it's better to say what you want to say in your own voice, even though people should realise you're just trying to be funny rather than necessarily yeah. try to... <laughs> Be honest, you know what I mean? Because mm. yeah, there's a lot of shit I think is funny. I don't agree with, but I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to being able to say it on stage. Say on stage, yeah. It's, it's interesting, man. It's very interesting. It's an interesting thing. The idea that they should just be accepted that whoever's on that stage basically already has a character. Mm-hmm. Straight, interesting, man. Interesting shit. Or do you not agree with that? What do you think? Um, maybe at one point. But no any male because I think, I think that's the problem with society and I, I'd rather uh, Yes, like, go off this. Like, I'd rather I'd rather uh, do what do my, what I want, like by doing this podcast and stuff and by doing whatever stand up I want to do. Like rather than just like uh, I don't want to say pandering because pandering feels like it's that that word's used a lot when it comes to 
like organizations using racial diversity and stuff like that. People always say pandering. But like when it comes to just try to be funny, like you should be able to say what the fuck you want. Just to try to be funny. I think it might come to social media. Club, but like you should be able to say what the fuck you want. Uh, I think it may come from social media that anything next to your name as a thought that you put out into the world, whether it's a joke or no, mm. you kind of read the tone. So the tone got completely taken away. And then anything that anybody said meant that it was like law. And I came up on Facebook where anything that you put next to your name, it said to Aaron Boyd, it didn't say anybody else, even if I was being a bit uh, like characteristic, if I had heightened certain characteristics in myself, it didn't make a difference because it was my name and what I said was next to my name. So there are people therefore thought that that was what I meant. And that's like almost like never left me. I've never been able to get into the idea that oh, I didn't mean that. I was just trying to make you laugh. I almost yeah, feel like that, it, it that's why I've never really got into posting stuff on social media and stuff because it's like, and before doing comedy, I never really seen the value in having a, a following, as they call it, or like, a, or having loads of people like your comic. Because like, I feel like I, I like I like having interactions with people day to day. To people like that's why I like podcasts and I like listening to loads of podcasts and I like doing it with you because it's just mm. chatting. Whereas yeah. like because that, that's in context. That's like people understand what you're talking about listening to the 20 minute conversation 20 hour conversation rather than like yeah just this <laughs> fucking statement next to your name or this like yeah I don't know um, Ian Pringle talks about fellow comedian's mother says she's a bitch <laughs> like, he's she was a bent uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know bent means girl in Arabic does it? Yeah, so like one day I was like... That's the nicest way they've got to describe a woman in Arabic. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, was, uh, my sister was in the kitchen and my dad was like, Yalla bint. And I was like, did you just call Yalla it a bint? bint? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, it means girl. And I was like, does not mean that back home. I was like, I couldn't even describe what it meant. It's just like bint is just a funny word. But then it just means like, girl, hilarious, man. <laughs> um... Yeah, social media, man. Do you think it's essential for a comedian to be on social media now? Yeah. Um, 100%, man. Like, I think, like, even five years ago, like, you could probably, like, break through without it. Um, like, if you're, if you get on, like, uh, the telly or you get on radio and stuff like that, you could potentially break through without it. But I feel like the, look at everybody that's broken through the last sort of five years in the UK, like, uh, Mo Gilligan, in London I think he's from London um, he's he's now selling out arenas based on got a TV show and all that off the back of Facebook videos Gary Folds in Scotland done like the Armadillo done like theatres all over the country was supposed to be doing a hydro for a lot yeah. doing that like that that's fucking serious numbers um, Kevin Hart would do the hydro if he came to Glasgow yeah exactly um, so I'm trying to, I, I just don't I don't think um I think the goalposts have probably moved a wee bit in terms of like the who has all the power and stuff because like mm-hmm. 10 years ago like it would, the aim for a lot of people was to get on something like Live at the Apollo or Mock the Week or something like that mm-hmm. and that would sell you shitloads of tickets but not as many people are watching those things now so if you do get on those things then you, you, you're probably obviously get your career a boost but you're not going to sell fucking the tickets you would have if you got on it in 2009. Mm. Um, it's just it's just not like that anymore. Like if you look at the numbers, I've seen it on Wikipedia, um, Live at the Apollo viewing numbers, and it's just gone down massively since like the, you know, like McIntyre was breaking through, Kevin Bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, That's all there was. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, like but now people are like getting their, their comedy from the internet like hmm. the, the, look at the way that the, the hot water their uh, Facebook pages made their club like a fucking worldwide thing hmm. it's like all social uh, media based Paul Smith another one that's doing arenas off the back of fucking f- the, the internet like who's hmm. doing arenas off the back of TV in the UK recently I mean the last person you could, um, nobody really I'm the last person's I don't know like, I also don't yeah, know I'll um, say um, John Bishop these guys like they yeah. came out they came through like probably nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, All sorts of changed. I wonder what it'll be like in 10 years for now. Like... Well, it'll be interesting because you don't know, um, the thing, like, older people, are, I think people, a lot of people our age underestimate the amount of older people that do watch the regular TV with adverts and all that, like mm-hmm. on BBC One, Two, Three. Um, I don't know, it, but, but it will be interesting to see how the, the sort of landscape shifts and, and you don't know what... <laughs> Like who's going to maybe like different levels of Netflix? 
maybe like maybe like different levels of Netflix, you know. So maybe you get like a self-publishing Netflix show. Yeah. All these different like levels, all the way up to like arena shows and all that. Yeah. Um, speaking of social media, mate, you want to talk about Big Donald getting fucking papped off? Oh yeah, I so well, we we're going to the the riots first. I don't know enough about the riots, but I'm very clued up on the getting banned. So if you want to take the riots, I can take it up the getting banned stuff. So so when I when I first heard about this at the in America, the capital somebody somebody messaged me saying um the 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 White House had been taken over by people who were armed. And that is way way over the what actually was happening. I mean yeah. what actually happened was like a bunch of protesters like went into like a public building. I'm sure it was a public building anyway. Like people would yeah. be going for tours. It wasn't yeah. like it was the fucking Pentagon. You know what I mean? Like no. they were in their building that they were that is open. I'm I'm sure it probably wasn't as open as it usually would be because of COVID and that. But I mean, I don't know. I've I've seen a more threatening coup in fucking Pollock Park. <laughs> yeah, no, probably the only reason they were armed is because they're Americans. But that doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. like I don't know if many. It wasn't like so the, the way it was described when I first heard about it. I was at work. Somebody said to me like, "There's an armed takeover of the White House," but it wasn't the White House. It's the Capitol. That's um, um, White House down, starring Gerald Butler. That's what that is. That's a description <laughs> of that, and no, just like some Trump supporters being like, "Where." Do you know why Trump invited them in? Well, he didn't invite them in. He asked. He, I don't know. <laughs> See, what I, don't know. I just don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, Trump. Trump wasn't like he. He's obviously president, so he wasn't like part of the Senate, which is where the, which is what's in the Capitol, I think. Um. So he, I think he kind of just didn't. He didn't discourage it. Basically, it's a, he advocated a protest and then the protest happened. And I don't know whether he said or not to go into the state capital. I haven't researched this that, that well. No, I mean, neither, but I tell you what, mate, I have researched them getting banned off Twitter. So, Aye. so off the back of that um, scrappy part of the podcast, uh, Trump's, <laughs> been, Trump's been banned for Twitter and like a lot of social media and stuff. But, but, I don't know. What do you think of that? I'll tell you what, mate. I'm fucking well clued up on this, mate. Right. So your big man, <laughs> man <laughs> so the, the man Trump, right? He, so he's, so he, he was on, it was on Twitter, and obviously he'd been mad. He threatened North Korea, and that he said, "I've got massive missiles and stuff. I got a big button, and my button works. All that stuff." And the people at Twitter were like. We can't ban him because if we ban him, that's banning free speech. And he's the fucking president of America. We can't ban the president, right? And then suddenly, after the the, the riots, the nobody really knows much about. It, if I'm honest, the riots happened, and the guy on the guy on Twitter, I think it's Jack Dorsey, was like, "Right, cool, he's out, he's done. We're banning him." And he was the first one to do it. But he'd said for years now that he couldn't ban him. But suddenly he was like, nah, okay, cool. He's banned. So then Trump started trying to tweet for other accounts, like uh, like people that work for him and stuff. They would get banned. It was, it was tweeting for the POTUS account. That got banned. Like they just kept banning them. Um, and then Facebook followed them. Fucking Instagram. Pinterest. Pinterest were like, we will have no Donald Trump here pinning things to boards and looking at different colour schemes. Yeah, Trump you're definitely struggling that. socially when Pinterest are patching you, man. They yeah, need all the attention they can get. They need anything, <laughs> man. Horrible. Um, so then he, so he got flung up. So what's happened is that the Republicans then started going, oh, it's the fucking liberals, man. They're trying to keep us down. Like They're trying to silence us and all that. So they have, they've got this other site that they made called Impala, which is like a Twitter for just basically mad cunts, you know. Anybody that wants to kind of like say mad shit can go to Parlour. So I'm, then- I'm actually viral in Parlour, but <laughs> <laughs> viral because you've not had your vaccine. So then all the all the all the mad people moved to Twitter and went on to Parlour, but then the site crashed because it just wasn't ready to have that many people. Um, and then in like an unprecedented move here, right? Apple was like. We're no hosting you. Google was like, we're no, we're no touching you. And um, the way that a lot of companies work is that you, when, so when you think about like a, a company online, you imagine they've got like loads of servers in their basement, like a big room with wires and all that. That's not so much the case. I've got some servers in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> terabytes and terabytes of uh, pedicorn. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. We always always a pedo joke in every podcast, man. That's my man. You go for 2021 is get through one podcast without mentioning pedophiles. But um, you won't do it on this one. 
No, in my company. <laughs> uh, so the way that it usually works is that uh, people rent servers off Amazon. It's called like Amazon Web Services. And Amazon just went, fuck off. We are not touching Parler. So now all these people, like, they're off Twitter and they've got nowhere to go. Twitter also started digging out all the QAnon accounts and just going, use it all, get into fuck as well. And I think the best thing that I've seen for this was that a guy who replied to every Donald Trump tweet, it was a guy called Jeff Tiedrich, and he was a dick, man. He's just like, oh, Trump, oh, stop it. Oh, you're, you're out of order and all that. Um, but he done an amazing tweet, which is when Trump got banned, he just posted saying, um, guess I'll go read a book. <laughs> Nothing, nothing cool. I thought I was going to get a mermaid. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I missed it. I'm, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Um, that's what it is, mate. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you, what do you think about, like, the, the fact that they've taken Trump off of social media? Mm. I mean, because they've taken... I've, I've, I mean, have they done this before, like taking an individual that's like in the public domain off? Um, for me, I don't really see why people are so upset about it. Like nobody's forcing them to use the to use Twitter. Nobody's forcing no. them to use Facebook or any no. of these things. Like they're basically a company providing a service and it's your data, so they can really, you know, they, they can do what they want. If you don't, if you don't agree with what they're doing, then you don't. Yeah, well, I don't know why people expect them to be uh, accountable to them. It's basically, I think they essentially put the rules of a government, because they're like, it's a worldwide service, they put the rules of a government on it. They're like, you've got the responsibility to look after the people and make sure that everybody's treated fair. He's like, I want to make money, bro. Yeah, it's like footballers. People expect footballers to be role models. Why the fuck? See, if I was a footballer, I'd be the worst role model in the fucking world. I'd also be the worst footballer because you've got knee right knee. Exactly, man. Well, good point, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'd I'd be be Paddy McCourt. I'd be on the bench just mad with it every day of my life <laughs> <laughs> but like yes. I don't know why people expect yes. them uh, to be to let to like be on a level playing field why, why do you expect them to be fair why do people expect life to be fair it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's a fuck off like, 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 people get upset about discrimination all that I'm few mates of mine were talking about like positive discrimination and stuff recently why why are you like they, these these people that you're worried about are discriminate against you. Don't give a fuck. They're they're interested in making money. If, yeah. if there was, I think it was they were talking about like uh, Doctor Who or something. How there's like been shitloads of diversity put in and stuff, but to the point where it's like, well, that's 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 kind of outweighing the actual percentage of minorities and stuff in country. But it's like, what they're just trying to make money. They, they don't give a fuck about what you think or what I think. Or what, they, if you're if you're making an advert or if you're making a TV show and you're like the person, not not the person writing it or making it, but the person that's funding it, mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck. You're just like trying to make money and like you're and the same thing with social media, the people that own Twitter, why do you expect them to give a fuck? They don't they just want to like make it the most profitable company that they can. Yeah. Big capitalism, baby. Big capitalism. People are like it's it's against free speech that Trump got chucked off of. I'm sure I'm sure they can cut out loads of people, man. Like there's it's not a... I don't know. I don't know. No, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. I think yeah. there's people will, it's because we spend all time on social media and people are like, this should be, but it's just a big business. It's a yeah. big business that shows on a screen something that you put on a screen. That's it. That's all it does. You put something on this screen, it puts it on some screens out here, puts it on a screen out there. That's it. That's it. Like, it doesn't go further than That's that. <laughs> Just, it's been about so long it's like football people are like football is like you look you're like man it started off like 11 guys trying to put a ball in and it has grown it's become this whole thing and I also like the idea that like um, between in Glasgow there's a lot of like sectarian feuds between like Catholics and Protestants and neither side is willing to uh, use forgiveness which was like Jesus <laughs> number one move <laughs> was, his, was his big reveal <laughs> he beat them all like, I care too much about my religion to forgive this prick <laughs> um Oh, that, yeah, man. I think we've gone through all the topics now. I think I felt good, man. Some good shit in there, mate. We'll come on here every week and we'll just fucking bitch, mate. We'll yeah, just vent. We'll just vent. People. people, mate. People are dividing people, mate. People need to be mad at us, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen to me and then you'll 
probably be as confused as I am. Yeah, absolutely. I take solace in the fact that um, we're all just monkeys. And if you can remember that we're all just monkeys trying to get bananas, it takes a lot of the pressure off. Like, well, what's happening? You're like, it's just monkeys, mate. Just monkeys shitting and scrapping. That's it. Don't worry about it. Be cool. What's happening? You're like, it's just monkeys, mate. Just monkeys shitting and scrapping. That's it. Don't worry about it.